to episode 9 of the Momster Squad, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner momster and take this journey with us. Alright, so on this episode, I'm going to start off with this topic for you guys. Um, so how does your husband's or significant other react to man colds? And then what is your thought if they had to go through birth or how would you think they would deal if like they had to deal with afterbirth? Did you say man code or cold? Cold. Cold. Because oh. <laughs> there's both, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to talk about colds. Well, since my big mouth <laughs> opened up yet again, um, I might as well go first. Uh, John, in my opinion, handles man colds very well incredibly well compared to uh boyfriends that i've had in the past i definitely picked a winner for a husband the worst i've ever seen him is when he had covid back in uh, late january early february and i mean he didn't complain though but he dropped like it was hot yeah and i've never seen him go down so hard put it this way um i think my husband could go through birth and could be a trooper about it. He had gotten his arm broken and still went to work. Damn. Didn't take any time off. Very rarely does he ever take a day off. So my man handles the colds and possibly birth very well. <laughs> Yay, me! So Chris does not get sick very often like it's very very rare that he gets sick and but when he does get sick he lays in bed um i've only seen him really sick once does he whine though can you no. give me this no he That's doesn't want he doesn't want to be bothered like just yeah. leave him alone i'd rather that than the man being a i mean total, he's completely like, would useless you like, would you like a pull-up do you Uh, need me to wipe your ass um (laughs) and i have to say when we all had covid um he actually because he was the last one to get it he went and he didn't he just lost his sense of smell but he took care of everybody like he was taking care of the house the kids me yeah everybody because me and jacqueline were quarantined to her room gianna and, and mango i mean they stayed in their room they never actually tested Mango. positive passion fruit and <laughs> logan stayed in his room um he also when he tested positive he didn't have any symptoms so so again you have a winner <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh but, how about age i didn't finish oh my. <laughs> um i do not think he could give childbirth Oh, no? <laughs> no. No. I don't think so. Okay. I was talking to someone today, and I actually, we were having a conversation. Women are very strong. I think it was that Beyonce song called Girls Rule the World or yeah. Run the World, and she says something about um, give birth and then get back to business, and that's straight facts. Like, yeah. we are tough. God mm-hmm. made us <laughs> She. <laughs> so go ahead let's hear about aj um he doesn't he's not bad the only thing is like if his throat's bothering him 
he'll complain about it. And I'm like, why don't you take medicine? And he, like, refuses to take medicine. I'm like, well, then stop complaining about it if you're not going to do anything about it. Okay, so about childbirth, go to that, and then I have a segue off of the man cold in reference to us. So do you think he could get birth? No. (laughs) I don't think so. And then when he had COVID, he got, like, the chills really bad to the point where he was, like, in sweatpants, sweatshirt, had a winter hat on, and he was wrapped up in his blanket, and he was still cold. Well, John does that all the time because I keep the thermostat really low. Well, I like it cold in the house, That menopausal thing. (laughs) Well, I'm not menopause, but I like it cold in my house. Okay, so you mentioned the word complain, which seems to be, like, a meme a lot of the times with women. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not... My head just went to that dirty joke, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just, I'm just not. Maybe I will later. We'll see. We'll see if I'm drinking or, or not drinking. We'll find out. Um, but how do you? Obviously, we can give childbirth. We've done that, or C-sections. In my case, a one. Um, how do you all handle pain and or a cold? I'm and the word complain. What is your perception of yourself when it comes to? getting sick or having a boo-boo or worse. I'm a mom. I'm not allowed to be sick. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> well, I'm in mom mode, so, like, even if I'm not feeling good, it's like, I keep go, go, go. That's just the mentality. I do have to right. say, if I am really sick, like, really, really sick, Chris will, like, step up. We'll see. AJ will... And, and but I've had to be too. really sick but that's or how migraine. Yeah, but that's like, how they know. They're like, yeah, it's really bad. What? John is very... I really, really have a good partner in crime. Like, it really is inequality over there. Like, there's... Granted, there are some jobs that are specifically done by him or I, which aren't really talked about. It's just kind of done okay. that way. Like, yeah. I take care of the bills. He mows the lawn. Yeah, I don't um, do yard work. However, um, I don't. I know we briefly mentioned Becky talking about all her surgeries in that one episode, <laughs> but we didn't say what has gone on with me. I've had a lot of stuff go on most recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I went out of work with a back injury, and during that time, within three weeks, Jennifer was there with me for all three of those. Um, I had a carpal tunnel surgery on my right hand, a cyst removal from my right breast, and a, and a left hand carpal tunnel, all within... 15 days yeah and then um almost literally one day before the the year date of my first surgery i had my second of two total knee replacements Mm -hmm. so i've had a lot going on um i feel that i'm quite the trooper i mean i've brought you to every single surgery except for one yep you sure did You've been by my, my by my side. I wish and I had she, you when I was she pregnant. She wants and triscuits and to go to Cabo. She's gonna eat triscuits and Cabo. And when the nurse said, "Oh, she said she wants a cheeseburger," I said, "The hell she does. She wants a quarter pounder with cheese." Oh damn! My, <laughs> yes. Yeah, all right. So mind you, we're talking about the recovery room when you're all la la. And they asked me how I was doing. I said, great, I want, I'm going to eat Triscuits and Cabo, which I don't remember. <laughs> the nurse told Jennifer that. And then the next surgery was, what can we get you to eat? And apparently I said cheeseburger or either, or the nurse misspoke. But Jennifer's like, oh, no, no, no. Because we've had many nights where we may or may not have been drinking where the munchies happen. And somebody makes a run to McDonald's, normally the sober one, which is a lot of times my husband. 
but Gianna on the way. Home from right, work. right, right. Oh, right. <laughs> Dory call- peppered, covered, peppered, smothered, <laughs> smothered, covered, and, and peppered. peppered. Hi, Jory. <laughs> we miss you. Um, but I will say I am definitely tough. I mean, right after I had my first surgery on my right hand, the next day I was out at the beach. And that evening, came home, got ready, vacuumed my house, and then had a game night. Again, Jory was there. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Jory, we miss you. Um, And, of course, I don't listen to instruction, unfortunately. I do things I'm... Very true. I do things I'm not supposed to do. You tell me not to do it, I'm going to defy... Defy you. But anyway, I will say that I do have a tendency to complain on a daily basis because I'm constantly sore. So I'm like, oh my God, this hurts and that hurts. I don't do pain. I don't like pain. No, I know that about you, but do you complain about it? Um, I think I have a high really. pain Only tolerance. if my, like my back, you right? like when my back gets really, really bad, I'll complain about it. But other than that, because if I complain about it, then Chris is like, oh, your back hurts, well, my neck hurts, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's the one thing I'll complain about is my back. But if you're carrying these around right, right. day. She's, <laughs> she's holding up her, her, <laughs> right now. <laughs> then my back kills, especially when I was pregnant. It was a lot worse. I was actually just referred out to a plastic surgeon um, for a possible reduction. Really? Which I would see if we could get a two for one deal, <laughs> a three for one deal. Right. Well, that wouldn't that be six? <laughs> since since we each have a set. Six for two. <laughs> yes. Oh Lord, have mercy. Well, that was fun. Uh, so I think speaking of fun, I thought it was awesome last week that we uh, did a question out of a random book. Yeah. I have that same book. For any of you that haven't listened, the title of the book is Buy Shoes on Wednesday and Tweet at Four with a Picture of High Heels. More of the Best Times to Buy This, Do That, and Go There by Mark D. Vincenzo. I apologize if I've screwed up your name. Um, These are not all of his opinions. I found out there are sources at the back of the book. I'm going to read a few more of those from At the Playground, but first... Jennifer also brought a book this evening, which we were together when we found it, and it's also fun facts. Well, I only bought it because it has a squirrel on it. Yes, Jennifer has a nickname of squirrel, I believe, given to you by your friend Amber back in the Uh, No, it wasn't Amber who gave it to me. Hi, Amber. Hi, Amber. Um, It was just the group. I don't know who actually gave me the name. Well, if you've all listened to us... like 12 years ago. If you've all listened to us, you know that... um, Squirrel is appropriate, honestly, for any one of us because we derail with the exception, I think, of the first three episodes and then maybe episode five. But I think yeah. four, six, seven, eight, and now nine, we go sideways. Welcome to the Momster Squad. <laughs> so, Jennifer, go ahead with the fun fact book that you Ours, got. Mine is The Extraordinary Book of Useless Information. And I'm just going to to any page random random and then so gone to the dogs about 55% of people sleep with their dogs hey this kind of goes hey, with last week last week's episode 55% buy them holiday gifts and 40% take them on vacation 
I used to take them on vacation. So I'm a yes for sleep with. I'm a yes for the holiday gifts, meaning Christmas. I don't do their birthdays. I don't have a birthday bash for my dog. Yeah. Um, I will. I do remember their birthdays, and I personally am like, oh, it's your birthday today. You turn. And they're like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> so yours isn't. Um, Mine are just random. useless facts. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm actually looking for one um, that was really interesting. When I bought it, I read it. But again, when I bought it and was reading them, I was just flipping to random pages. Yeah, so I don't know where it's at. Yeah. But there's... Oh, here. No sex, no problem. <laughs> I have no idea what that says. He... Deloitte. Is that a name? B D E L L O I D. Bedeloid. Bedeloid. Rodifers. Holy shit. Tiny I'm pretty creatures. sure you didn't read that in the store when nope. we found it. Are tiny creatures that live in water. They are asexual, but oddly have developed quite a genetic diversity over the past 80 million years. For a creature that does not swap DNA through sex with their rotifiers. <laughs> you need to pick something with not big words. <laughs> scientists believe they acquire new DNA from the bacteria, algae, and fungi they ingest. Hmm. Why don't you read one and then I'll find <laughs> the one I was looking for. Okay, well, again, I'm going to randomly flip. I will admittedly say I have not looked at the book since we read it last week and it was random then. So, my first one I'm flipping to from the chapter of In the Playground. Oh, crap. <laughs> well, son of a gun. Around the Playground, it's called. And I just flipped to... I want to find it now. Oh, good gravy. All right. When is the best time to have your child's ears pierced? And before I read what the author says, either on his own or by a source... What are your opinions, Abby, Jennifer? Um, well, with Mikey, he had his ears pierced, but, I mean, I didn't automatically do it myself. He wanted them, so, in my opinion... And isn't that something, how times have changed? Yeah. Because in when I was growing up, I was born in 74, and it, I think it only kind of just started in the thing. early to late 70s, early 80s for guys to get their ears pierced. At that it. point in time, it was only, I think it was the left side if you were straight and the yeah, right side that, if you were gay, that whole matter. thing. Yeah, right. That doesn't matter I actually anymore. think it's kind of attractive. On some, I don't like the big holes. I don't like them on, well, I don't like gauges. Gauges, that's what they're called. AJ has his ears pierced. And I waited till Mikey wanted to get his ears pierced, and it was for his sixth birthday, I think it was, and we took him and got his ears pierced. Now, in my opinion, I mean, I, I don't really care whether people get their children, babies, ears pierced, stuff like that, but my personal opinion is waiting for the child to actually want mm -hmm. to get it done. I don't necessarily agree with getting a baby's ears pierced. I do think that we should wait until they're old enough to communicate with them and be yeah. like, hey, do you want to do this? And so, Go ahead. My kids, um, so when I was younger, I had to wait till I was seven. That was my mom's rule. I had to be seven, and if I wanted them, I could get them. So 
um, that was my rule with my kids. If you want them, when you're seven, you could get them. So Gianna was seven. Summer was actually six, and her grandmother bought, brought her to get them done for her birthday. Um, actually, it might have been for her seventh birthday. Um, and Jacqueline actually got them last year when she was six. Um, and she got them while she was in New York with her at her dad's. Um, and Logan doesn't want his pierce, so. That's fine. <laughs> and um, then for me, Brayden got them done right before she turned. Oh, God, now I don't remember. It was either I think six. It was six. Yep, it was like literally a couple weeks before she turned six. Because I remember we had this conversation. Wait a minute. Yeah, because it was it was kindergarten, and that's, yep, I'm remembering because that's when COVID hit. Yeah, and I think the reason you did it is because she said she wanted to, mm-hmm. and then she... Because honestly, I had, you know, we were, um, a lot of the mommy-daughter days that we were doing, I would take her to see a movie at the mall. And a an earring place next door. I'll leave the name out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd be like, hey, you want to get your ear No, no, no. And, of course, she, I had discussed with her how you do it. Me, personally, I think I was nine when I got the first holes done. I think I was 12 when I got my second. And then I have a total of seven in my left and three in my right, although I don't wear them often at all anymore. But I did all of the ones on my left and the third, the last one. <laughs> on my right because I actually worked at an earring shop when I was like 19 and there was no customers and I took the gun and went bing 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 <laughs> of course I, I did yeah it was kind of like that <laughs> <laughs> so um Braden got them done and we were like almost through the healing process we were a good two months maybe three months into it <clears throat> and maybe it was my lack of paying attention which is kind of unusual because I'm like on it very hands-on but the one earring had gotten infected and it was like stuck to her skin and so when I pulled it I had to pull it out if I didn't it would have embedded and she probably would have had to have it surgically removed so of course it hurt her and there was blood your ear bleeds very easily Mm -hmm. she's like nope nope I don't want them anymore so I told her if we do not put these earrings back in your ear right now your holes will close up you will not get to wear earrings anymore, and I'm not going to take you yeah. and pay for it again until you are old enough to make your own money, drive your ass there, and not need parental consent. Yeah. And that's where we stand. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me of when I first got my ears pierced. I was allergic to the jewelry, because uh, I could only wear Oh, uh, yeah, jewelry. likewise. Um, and what happened is I fell asleep, and when I woke up, my ear blew up, and it, like, swallowed the earring yeah so i had to go to the emergency room to get it popped out yep it was bad yeah jacqueline she got she did really good getting her ears pierced you know they did them they did them both at the same time yep me too Um, actually right after um aaron picked her up like i was on facetime so i could like quote unquote be there um (laughs) she picked her up and immediately she started crying like oh um, but she was fine. You know, she took real good care of them. We did cleaning, all that. Well, she want, could not wait to change them. Like, we had it on the calendar when she was able to change them. Yep. It took us, I think, a ye- almost a year to convince her 
to let us change her. Was that that long? It didn't no. seem that long. I think long. it was, was like... Was she scared to take them out? Yeah, she, um, so the piercing earrings, the, you know how the backs are like on pretty tight so they don't fall off? So every time I would try and get it off, it would like go like yeah, quick yeah. and it, so it hurt her or in her head it hurt her. I don't think it really did. So she was always so afraid. So I had bought her dinosaur earrings because her class was the dinosaur class so for her first day of school i bought her dinosaur earrings because i knew she'd be able to change them by school um i think she got them done in like july so it's like, like six that's weeks accurate, yeah. and it was school so again jen and i are next door neighbors and best friends so that's why i'm like yeah then and she's sitting here <laughs> looking at me like for affirmation that she's correct and i don't really know i'm just smiling and nodding you know how we all do that <laughs> And uh, it took us, oh my God, she fought and fought and fought. She did finally let me change them. And then... And now she does excellent. And now she changes them herself. Um, However, she has her wolf earrings and she's obsessed with wolves. So she really just wears them all the time. She's still, now she wants earrings. She actually just asked me, do we still have all those earrings that G-Law sent? When I got my ears first, I'm like, no, I sold them at a yard sale. <laughs> Why am I going to keep earrings when you, no. And so we went to Pirate's Voyage last week. Oh, yeah. And she's been wearing them big gold pirate earrings in her ears around. Yeah, she wore it to the baseball game. Yep, yep, <laughs> she sure did. And on occasion. Were they like clip-ons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she puts them up here as opposed to right yeah. here on the lobes. <laughs> she's got them like in her ears like that. And she's also used, there's like the sticker jewelry that you can get for your face, your body, whatever. Remember those back in the day? She'll yeah. put them, the little circles on, on her ears and wear them to school. Um, and she looks, I think all little girls look cute with earrings. But my personal bottom line opinion is I, I don't agree with getting your baby's ears pierced. I'm not trying to offend anyone. No. But I personally wouldn't do it to my kid. I want them to be old enough to decide if they want to put holes in their body. I did think about it when I had Jacqueline, but again, I was like, you know what? I'll wait. Well, not to mention, it causes, it causes more work for us as moms because not only do we have to wipe their butt, but we've got to change their freaking earrings too. I don't have time for all that. <laughs> all right, no damn way. Uh, so back to the book that I was reading with the Wednesday and tweets and whatever. We're at... The chapter of at the playground and the question was when is the best time to have your child's ears pierced uh the source that this author used was the american academy of pediatrics and it states when he or she is old enough to care for the earrings which that was my thought process as well and their earlobes himself or herself and old enough to understand the risks of infections allergic reactions abby and earrings embedded in the lobe abby mm-hmm. This is according, well, look, I didn't even have to look that up. It's written here this time. This is according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. (laughs) Pediatricians also point out that the chance of a child swallowing earring parts goes way down after the age of four or five. Second opinion, some parents recommend ear piercing the earlier the better so your child will not remember what can be a painful and scary experience. It's not. I mean, it's like a second Right. Last a second. Yeah, like she flipped, my daughter flinched and then she was fine. Yeah. And then it says what you can do 
if you decide to have your baby's ears pierced, ask her doctor to do it. That's interesting. Pediatricians do do it. I had no idea. And that's actually um, Erin Hadlini's, and I'm pretty sure she... Sorry, Erin. Don't agree, but okay. Um, but it says some doctors would prefer you ask them to do it rather than having it done at your home or at a shopping mall store, which may not use tools that are clean and sterile. Yeah. So that makes sense. I also, um, with that, there's some research instead, because, like, I know the most common is the ear piercing gun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of you recommendations, them, the um, actual, like, ear, like, um, a needle instead of the gun, because how fast that punctures in, it could, like, tear into yeah. the earring, instead of a needle going in is more... Well, again, when I got mine done, they did one at a time. I like the idea. Both at the same time. Yep, and my daughter did two. No. Mikey did one at a time. Now I can't remember. I'm going to have to go back and look at that video. My second hole was one at a time, and they did the one, and I I was like, I only need it. Mine aren't even. I was like, no, I was like, I only need it in one ear. I don't need it. My first ones are uneven, which I didn't realize until I started doing the other earrings as I grew. And if I put the other earrings in, it's more prominent that it shows it's a little <laughs> off. But then again, so am I. So whatever. So, so it works for you. It, yeah, it works for me. All right. Yeah, with Mikey, he did one at a time. Um, okay, so here's another fun fact is when is the best or not a fact i guess question and then maybe sources whatever yeah. when is the best time to start teaching your child math math yeah in school <laughs> <laughs> um i started early with mikey but that was more of when he was a baby i noticed that he was like pattern recognition like he used to take like containers and match the tops to the containers as well as his cars he would perfect line yeah it would be yep. perfect line all colors the same make and model the same we he'd be like two years old and we'd be out and about and he's like oh that's tt's car and it's not tt's car it would be a different color and like but the same make and model and he's like oh that's like my dad's car this car this car and then i'm like okay so once i noticed that he was really like key intuitive with that, that's when i started with the math and then just kept going from there and then look at him now he's very knowledgeable in that very for me regardless if it's math or spelling or or whatever i was talking to her in the womb and i was i was saying math equations i was singing abc's i was doing all of that and i continued to do so instead of i never did baby talk when she was born and it was always i mean it would be a little bit softer of a voice than I use with you guys, believe it or not. But um, I was always, there was always some sort of teaching element, and there still is. Yeah. I mean, I do Sanford, I call it Sanford uh, summer schooling. And the rule this year, she has to read at least three chapter books before she goes back to school. Mm-hmm. She's on her third one right now. And we have a bunch of workbooks and stuff at home. I have a... a yeah, that was what I did too, is a yeah. lot of workbooks. And not only just like math, I did like emotions. Yep, absolutely. Um, body parts, um, all different type of Baby of Einstein. Yeah. Is that I sound familiar? Do you yeah. have that for Riker? Uh, no, I personally never used Baby Einstein, but um, I would set I've her heard up. of it. 
Um, but I also, I mean, we watched Miss Rachel, which is the most, which is the popular thing now. Miss Rachel? Yes. Okay. What you saw when you came in the one day with... Oh. It's Miss Rachel, which she... <laughs> well, she teaches, like, sign language, and she's, like, a, her child had speech delay, so she teaches different speech things mm-hmm. um, to help children develop in that. Um, it's it, the new TikTok trend for babies to watch Miss <laughs> Rachel. It's just amazing how many things, like, my great-grandfather's got to be rolling over in his grave with all this crap with technology. Yeah. So now you said when they go to school, is that your final answer? Yeah. Oh, okay. well, yeah. So, well, Jack, I mean... Okay, Jacqueline's the youngest of four, so, I mean, she just sees everything. Right, and she's Logan, able to learn by example. Logan being so good at math, you know... He, I'm listening. Logan being so good in math that he, like, we would, we just randomly will ask questions. You are insane. Becky wants another drink. I... I, I may have made a cherry. Oh, look at... Oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> Sorry. She dropped her juice on my shirt. What? Ah! Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Um, we we actually Jennifer. have dinner... Na- you get cut um, off. Sorry. We have, like, sometimes at dinner, we'll, like, randomly sit there and throw out a random math problem for like Logan to figure out and uh he is very very smart and Mikey too so when I remember I can I can tell stories about both of your children as well as mine of course but clearly we're biased about our own kids so for me I have watched both of your children so I've had Mikey in my home after school on occasion and I was super impressed the one day because of course when Brayden gets home from school my role is you don't go and play outside and then do your homework we go straight you come in you walk you go potty you wash your hands you get a healthy snack and we sit there and we finish your homework and if you finish it and in due time you may then go outside and play with your friends before dinner you come in you wash up and it's time for bed those five hours before bedtime at 8, 8.30 go really quick. But I had Mikey a few times after school. And, you know, he sat he sat there too. I was like, if you have homework, you need to sit down and do it, please. Get it done before your mom, you know, gets home, whatever. And Mikey actually asked me to write down on a notebook hard... You can hear Mikey in the background. <laughs> what is that? That is Mikey. I wonder if he's hearing me talk about him. He asked me to write down on a notebook, like, hard math problems. Yeah. Like, big numbers to add up. And he did it, and he did it quick, and they were all correct. Yeah, like, now I'm, it's like, last year he was learning... AJ was teaching him calculus and stuff. Wow. And it was like, okay. And then he asked me questions, and I'm like, don't ask me, because <laughs> I'm not the one to ask. He would, he, Logan would help Gianna with her homework. Yeah, well, Mikey and, tries to help Ava, but, you know, Ava gets a little insulted sometimes. She's like, no, I can do it. Stop right, telling me. Right, right. He's like, I'm just trying to help. And I'm like, well, and I've Mikey, also, just let it be. I've also witnessed, I've had Logan and Jacqueline. And, you know, Logan is amazing. Like, he's he's quick-witted, you know, when it comes to the book smarts. And Jacqueline, again, you said she's the youngest of four. And I also do believe that all, although COVID is horrible and it 
harmed and isolated and unfortunately killed a lot of people and we're still dealing with that in the world yeah i also believe that it helped in a lot of different situations as well Mm -hmm. so for instance at the time jennifer was watching my daughter most of the time while i was still being essential yeah and jacqueline brayden was in kindergarten jack was in pre-k so jennifer was helping brayden do her homework with jacqueline sitting aside and I feel like Jacqueline got that extra boost going into kindergarten. Yeah. And mind you, I think Jacqueline's smart as a whip to begin with. Well, I know Jacqueline was easier or picked up reading faster yeah. than Brayden because yeah. Jacqueline was actually trying to help Brayden with the reading. Well, usually with any kid, there is like a certain subject or whatever yeah. where it's their strong suit. Well, actually, reading is Brayden's strong suit. She just doesn't like to do it. Yeah. Um, math, she was really great at and somehow has fallen behind. And I, I kind of feel a bit responsible for that because with her homework last year in second grade, um, although there were two worksheets four days a week, one based upon like grammar, spelling and things like that. And the other one was math. There wasn't a whole lot. Yeah. And in the parent instructions, it was you know, teacher, child, um, like the multiples, like um, with with double numbers, like eight plus eight. So if you take away one and you have eight plus seven, think of your doubles, that helps you remember. And you were supposed to practice that like 10 to 20 minutes a day without any sort of paperwork coming home with you. And of course I have tons of workbooks, but I'm like, if they're not gonna send the actual paperwork home, this kid's been sitting in school all day, I'm gonna I'm gonna make her do what was sent home and, and be done with it, yeah. even though I'm very hands-on. Well, I think a lot of teachers nowadays are deteriorating from actually doing, sending homework. Because, yet again, they're, they're, well, there's certain countries that don't do homework at all because you're sit, a child sitting in a classroom all day and, and especially children. now, they, they have, like, no recess time or nothing yeah. It's very quick, and, you know, especially for kindergarten, first, second grade, they're still babies. And even in third grade, I feel like they're still babies. Like, I do think that they should get some homework, but four days a week, I think, is a little excessive. Then again, I like the concept of it because it keeps them sharp, but it, it does make me feel bad that you, you just spent seven hours pretty much in a chair having to listen to your teachers and do as you're told and stay put and you know they have all this energy inside of them that they want to get out and now i'm gonna sit here and force you to do homework yeah. and not because i want to but because the school says you have to well jacqueline was asking we ran into one of the teachers at the elementary school and she's a fourth and fifth grade teacher or third and fifth i don't know she's one of the gifted like, and talented gifted teachers, and talented teachers. <laughs> Jacqueline goes, so when do I start multiplication? And that's third grade, I do believe, because I've been working on that with Brayden this summer. But she just looked at Jacqueline, and she's like, what? She goes, I want to know when I'm going to start multiplication. And she goes, well, you might start it this year if you're smart enough. Oh, so I'll start it this year? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, third grade is when they start... Like, That's what I said. And doing, like, the testing for it. Yeah. Now, for testing for what? The gifted and talented, you no, mean? No, for, like, multiplication. Like, in their class, they'll oh, do testing tests, to see. Test for and then it. they send home the... They do it all the way to 12. Type. Isn't third grade also the time where instead of doing, like, an hour school, anyway, the 100 book club, which I've always gotten braided to, like, 400 or higher every year. Yay! 
Um, so that's why she's so good at reading and also hates it because I'm like, let's read another book. <laughs> um, but I believe, I, I think there's a new librarian at our yeah, there school. Is a new Are they, did they do last year the, chap, the third grade and higher the chapter books? How many pages? As opposed to individual books? So, I think they just had them read occasionally, like twenty so minutes a night Logan or something. Used I don't to bring remember. them home. It was how long? Like it was different than like the kindergarten through second. So like the third through fifth was, I think it was the name of the book, how many pages, and how long, or something like that. No, I, it was how many pages, and then you have to write like a sentence about what you read. Yes, yeah, that's what it is. And what it was previous to that is the date the name of the book how many times you read it and what you liked best about the book and the initials of the parent the parent or or babysitter that was with you guardian yep that was doing it with you um well anyway so that was a good derail we at least stayed on school um so the author um, now see this time I didn't look up the source and it's probably not freaking in here and I'll have to look it up but it says again I'm going to repeat the question when is the best time to start teaching your child math this says at 14 months so that's one year two months children as young as 14 months who are exposed to counting do better at math by the time they start school according to a study that videotaped 44 children ages 14 Months. I'm sorry, ages 14 to 30 months, not age 14. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, again, ages 14 months to 30 months. The researchers kept track of the number of times the parents counted or spoke a number word to their children. Some children heard as few as 28 per week, while others heard as many as 1,799. The more counting they did as toddlers and the more numbers they heard, the more likely they were to understand basic math concepts by the time they were 46 months old, which is what, four years? No, 12 plus 12 is 24, 48, almost four years old. What can you do? Keep counting to and with your toddlers, even if they don't seem to understand. Researcher, re, I may or may not be drinking. <laughs> Researchers say it will pay off. Okay, so now when I hear math, I think like one math, plus but one. Now it's like one, right. two, three. Counting that, yeah. that Jacqueline, I mean, all my kids probably started counting like when they were like, yeah. like started talking. As like a matter of fact, words. so I was looking for a journal Teach notebook today ABC, to write specific one, two, things down for myself to keep track of throughout the week. And I came across one of my journals that, of course, I still have not completed Braden's baby book or kindergarten or first grade or second grade, but I have them. And I'm trying to keep notes and thank God for Facebook to keep track of my memories. So I started a journal when the Facebook memories to pop up to write them in the journal. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, well, I still haven't <laughs> kept up. But for some reason today, I went, I found it because that's what I was going to use. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, oh, crap, I didn't do that. Um, but I had come across... It was in 2015, Brayden, 
and of course I can't remember the date, but anyway, it was in the airport flying back home from New York seeing Grammy and Grampy. And Grammy taught her in her stroller oh, yeah. how to count to 10 in the airport. And it happened very quickly. Um, and she was young. And then I remember having gone to her pediatrician as well. She was like a year and a half. And her pediatrician at the time said um, she was off of the math. She was completing three word sentences at a younger age than most do and that she was advanced by about nine months. Mm -hmm. um, right now, I think she's probably, you know, right where she needs to be. And I do believe she could be better. But I also can't help but wonder if because I've been so hands-on and always trying to make an example and a lesson out of something and everything, as you guys know, I wonder if I am deterring her from actually excelling more so than she could because I'm, I wouldn't say I'm always shoving it down her throat. Like this year with the Sanford schooling, my rule was I was gonna give her the first week off and the last week off. She had to read three chapters in between, or not chapters, rather, three chapter books. Mm -hmm. And I have workbooks, both grammar, spelling, science, social studies, math, I never did what I said I was gonna do, like at least two pages twice a week. So four pages a week. She's actually only done four pages all summer. Um, so I haven't crammed it down her throat as much. Mm -hmm. So what See are your guys' opinion on me or any mom? Oh, I'm getting a, a look from Abby <laughs> and Jennifer's laughing. So I, I'm, hmm. What? Well, damn. The AC shut off. I told you it was the AC. Um. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um. One. I think sometimes. Three. <laughs> one. <laughs> or is it three, two, one? Counting. <laughs> Apparently, I wasn't taught at 14 months. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think sometimes you can be a little too hard on Brayden with. Um, I actually, I've been wanting to tell you this, actually. Um, so someone who is a teacher, um, I saw them at the end of the school year. I'm, just, I'm not going to say their names. Yeah. Do they measure me? No. Oh, okay. No, they are a teacher. They were talking shit about right. you. Right. <laughs> no. They said something. <laughs> they said something, and I wanted to tell you what they said to maybe open your okay. mind a little bit, was they said their child is going into first grade. Mm -hmm. And they she said, her being a teacher, she does not teach her child because she does not want yeah, to... Yeah, I know where you're going. Yeah, she doesn't want him not to like school, so she doesn't oh, force him. Oh, that's not where I him. thought you were going. No, she doesn't. She doesn't throw more schoolwork at him mm -hmm. other than what he's doing in his school. Right, and that totally makes sense. But I do feel like there's a lot of parents nowadays that are just not hands on. That they're like, oh, you know. She <laughs> By the way, Jennifer just raised her hand. Um, <laughs> which I mean, it's okay to be hands on. Like I a hundred percent support that. But there is a point where it's like, if you're doing a little too much, that's right. where you're going to have the child not be interested. Which in I've that. said to you before, and pertaining to my sister, if they're too smart 
and know what's going on, they're going to end up getting Being bored. bored. Well, yeah, where I thought you were going in yeah. class, because that's usually what happens. Yeah. They're bored and then they want to do something to distract well, them. Well, where I thought you were trouble. going with the teacher saying not teaching, which I I feel that I did kind of back off this summer because of this. Oh, with man. how, <laughs> thank you, Jennifer. I don't, she speaks quietly sometimes. I'm proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Welcome to the Momster Squad, Jennifer. It's about time you woke up. Well, I took nine episodes. (laughs) Um, No, I was thinking because of how much things have changed Mm -hmm. over the years. Like them not teaching cursive or... Um, you know, with the technology now, the way they're doing math now. They're doing cursive in, in cursive Well, again. good. I'm Jacqueline glad. actually taught herself how to write her name in cursive. Brayden did the same. Um, I was like, yeah, Mikey, all yeah. last year, everything you wrote was in cursive. And I'm like, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can read cursive, but it's just like, but I also, not used to constantly I did, I did back off some because I don't want to teach her one way. Mm-hmm. And then get to school, and they're teaching this way, and she can't grab the concept because, well, my mom taught me this. Yeah. And she can't switch it around. So I don't want to overstep. And plus, now they teach everything, like, so different. That's what I was saying, yeah. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. I want her. And that actually. I just want her to be prepared for everything. And I I get it. I understand that. Um, Gianna had a math problem, and this is back when she was probably in, like, eighth or ninth grade. And so she shows me the problem and I do it like the way we were taught in school. And she goes, okay, that's right. But that's not how I need to do it. And I'm like, well, I don't understand. So that's right. So you tell the teacher. Right. (laughs) And of course, I'm always telling Brayden, I'm like, show your work. Yeah. Show your work, and she'll come up with the number. Yeah, Mikey will do it in his head, and I was like, Mikey, you have to show the work. Like, yeah. I understand you know it, and you can do it, but if they don't see the work, they're going to be yeah, like, they're going to think I gave you the answer or something. Right. <laughs> mark it wrong. Right. Well, I found work, a really so. fun math book that's actually Minecraft, which, yes, my daughter has a Nintendo Switch, and yes, she's been playing Minecraft in creative mode. She oh. doesn't like survival. But I thought, okay, so she's so addicted to this. I found it at a yard sale for a quarter, brought it home, completely untouched. No, Mm -hmm. nothing written in it whatsoever. So I put it in front of her and it was, which which is pretty much what they're doing already. Like, okay, um, find the air back on. (laughs) Find the pattern. Mm -hmm. You know, count by twos, count by threes, count by fives. Well, this one started off with count by sevens and it was like help Steve get to whatever in Minecraft and count by seven. So at first like she saw that the pattern was seven, but after twenty one she was like, uh and I'm like, show the work. You just because the line is there for your answer doesn't mean you can't write over here and put the seven underneath the one and add seven plus one equals eight. Mm-hmm. And then there's your two. So clearly the next number in the pattern is twenty eight and so on. So she got it. So, actually, Minecraft is actually a very educational, it can be a very educational um, tool because there's an actual teacher, he was fourth grade, I believe he's fifth grade now, Um, it was Logan's absolute favorite teacher because he used Minecraft in his teaching because himself was younger 
and more of a geeky type person, so he, wow. he like, <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it, like, we didn't, but she he, didn't mention her name, but he went to, if the, you're listening, you know who you are, <laughs> he went to, he used Minecraft in teaching, and yeah, he, listen, whatever works, and yeah. it's relatable to the right. kids, it will get and I engaged. give these teachers so much credit, again, we've talked about COVID a few times in this episode so far, yeah, and with having to, I mean, this, having to just come up with a whole new curriculum and everybody figure out very quickly how to keep these kids learning and on track. How to do the and Zoom meeting. How to right. do everything. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, in kindergarten, I, like, totally slacked off. I didn't join any of the Zoom meetings. I think I joined, like, the first one and the last one. No, I mean... And it wasn't mandatory everyone. for her class at the time, as long as you completed the packets, took a picture, sent it in, so on and so forth. Um, and then first grade... Of, for Brayden, that would be the beginning of 21. No, no 20. beginning of 20, ending in 2021. They went two days a week in, two days a week homeschool where you did have to do the iPad or whatever. Um, and her first grade teacher, you know who you are. I absolutely love and adore. And quite honestly, they had a lot of pictures taken together. And if I didn't know, I would think my daughter was actually her daughter. It's like um, Jacqueline and her kindergarten and, and first grade and, teacher. Yes, which was the same person, which, yes. like, never happens. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, it also takes a special kind of teacher to get your kid to pay attention to if they're not, you know. And yeah. I think we all have had that experience. Um, Jennifer, you've told me yourself that you hated school until, boom, you got that one teacher that no. just... I love school. Oh, it was the opposite. It was third grade. My third grade teacher. And you I know who you are. And she died. Oh wait, maybe you don't, because she got a different last name now. And she died. And no, I have. Oh the same wait. Last oh wait. Name. Sorry. I don't know. She got <laughs> she married. And, she been married and babies and maiden names. Mary. I don't fucking know. Um, but she. <laughs> she. Uh, I didn't do. <laughs> I didn't do my homework, and I was scared. Stop touching the buttons. And oh, I went and hid in the bathroom, oh. and when she was collecting homework, I went into the bathroom, and she dumped my desk over. She was screaming, like, through the bathroom door. Like, I didn't want to come out. Aren't there so cameras in all classrooms This reminds me of a story that my mom told me about, it's terrible, that a teacher did to her class. I'm laughing because it's just so ridiculous what happened. Yeah. Um, one of her classmates passed away and the teacher ended up putting the the child that passed away's death in like a closet, like the closet and said if anybody was bad they had to go sit <gasps> in the... Yeah. That gave me chills. That's horrible. The, I have goosebumps on top of goosebumps. It's right like now. ridiculous. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> what did you do? You're evil. <laughs> so yeah. That's that's messed up. Okay. My sister ended up having her, and she treated my sister better. No, Worse. she was actually no. She was treating my sister like she was comparing her to me. I'm uh, older, so uh, she had me first. So she was comparing guilty her to by me, association, right? Meanwhile, my sister's the complete opposite of me, and she's always been straight A, but she is the reason I started hating school, and I did horrible for the rest of my life in school. Huh. 
And what about you, Abby? You have any teacher stories from growing up? Good, bad, or indifferent? Um, mine was in second grade. Now, I grew up, I had a hearing problem. I actually had to get multiple surgeries when I was younger um, to hear better. There was, in second grade, I had a teacher who, at the time, didn't realize, like, I was so bad that, like, you couldn't tell I couldn't hear because, unless I was, like, not facing you, um, because I used to read lips. So it took- well, this is some new information, yeah. and if you did tell me, I may or may not have been drinking. Uh, I don't know. I probably didn't tell you, um, but... The hearing thing sounds familiar to me, but the reading lips yeah, I used to read lips. sounds new to um, me. Um, but I remember in second grade, this is when like my testing for my hearing and stuff like came to light. Um, but I remember we were making field day shirts because we would have field day at the end of the year, and my teacher told me to go to the bathroom and get paper towels. Well, I thought she said get a wet paper towel, so I came back with wet paper towels, and she flipped out on me this is like you're not paying attention you're not listening leaning into this to say like i had a hearing problem so i couldn't hear you if i'm not looking at you i'm not gonna really so your parents didn't realize this at the time or they did um at this time yeah they did realize but they didn't relate that to your teacher for her to be knowledgeable about your issue well no that was like it was coming to light oh okay you just said Um, that yeah but eventually, like, she was aware, and I had, like, all this testing, and I had to do special things. But besides that, um, yeah, I was made to go back to my table, and I wasn't able to do my field day shirt, <gasps> and I sat there and cried. That's horrible. Hmm. But I still liked school, but I just didn't like her. <laughs> no, I just... I, I, lo- I loved school. I still do. I, I feel like it was my calling. I remember being a kid setting up all my stuffed animals and finding, like, a fake chalkboard and a, and a pointer and, and, and pretending and, like, adding things up and whatever. And then when I got older where you could start having sleepovers and stuff, I remember my one friend, excuse me, not so much school-related. We did that, too, but... Her mom had been an Avon representative, yeah. and she had the um, the books and the order sheets and whatever. Mm-hmm. So like we would pretend to be on the phone taking an order from somebody and fill out <laughs> all the. All, I was just I really I don't know I wanted to teach I wanted to do and I'm so very paper oriented, mm-hmm. and I feel like I missed my calling initially. Like I I wanted to be a school teacher, and then when I did graduate and go off to college, I ended up. Um, was I was taking child psychology, adolescent psychology is what it was called, mm-hmm. and I ended up switching to liberal arts because apparently I was too busy drinking or not drinking. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, um, it, literally, I, I did have to withdraw because I went to a community college that was 60 miles away from my house, and nobody was going to drive me 60 miles and then come back and get me. That's yeah. just not happening, well, so... I never went back, but Talking I about love school. Going like playing school with your dolls or whatever. So my best friend from fourth and fifth grade. Hey Lauren. Um, Hi Lauren. Hey Lauren. We, <laughs> we I would sleep over her house all the time. Like every weekend, I was at her house, and I could I still could picture like being in her basement, and we would set up. We would play office. 
and it was actually I tagged her recently because you know how Little Tykes is coming out with like all these things. Well, mm-hmm. they had like this um, like cubicle set up, and I'm like, where was this? <laughs> I was like, Lauren, where was this when we were in your basement playing Office? Like, do you remember? And she's like, yeah. And um, her dad worked for BMW, and he used to like bring us home like paperwork and stuff to pretend <laughs> pretend to like be car sales like we did so much but we did all that too and i i remember all that and now like i'm just it's just nostalgic i really i don't know i miss being a kid and the sleepovers and the pretending and now i'm kind of i'm i'm extra bummed out because at the end of uh, this last school year of course there was your book fair and go ahead you can have some of that if you'd like. Yeah, in a minute. Of my water or alcoholic beverage, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <gasps> we're making all these noises because we're trying these. No, out. we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. These cherries that may or may not ah! contain alcohol. <laughs> oh, we just love maraschino cherries. <laughs> 100 proof. Wow. <laughs> But no, it's, I'm like super nostalgic. I remember a multiple different amounts of friends. Amy, Paula, these are my younger days. Billy Joe, um, I'm sorry if I'm missing any else of you younger wise that we did. We played school and, yeah. and office and you know, like I want that with my daughter. And what I just started to say about the book fair is I felt bad this year. Fortunately, her class on this particular uh, week, her library days were twice that week, Monday and Friday, and I knew it was coming up, um, and I never sent her to school with the money, her money that she either earned or was given through birthdays or Christmases, and she comes home that day and she's like, you didn't send me any money so I couldn't buy anything, and the following day, there was the option for the parents to go after school with their child. Yeah. Well, what Brayden had witnessed when she was there on that Monday was some sort of pointer stick that extended and, and... Pointed. <laughs> Pointed, but then distended? I don't know. I don't... Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, she really wanted it. I'm like... Why? She's like, I have a chalkboard on my wall. I can, and she came right out with, and you know, here's the funny thing. I've never like had her sit and line up her stuffed animals and let's play teacher, let's play school. That's one thing I've never done with her. Yeah, here I'm trying to teach her all these extra things, but I've never turned it into a play thing. But her on her own, saw this pointer at the book fair, wanted it so badly. We get there on that night and apparently they only had like a quantity of six or something. They were already sold out. And she was like, mom. And for her to actually see that, to excite her, to want to teach her stuffed animals and use her chalkboard on her own, and I failed as a parent to you send her with a fail. Stop it. Why didn't no. I just order one off Amazon? All right, we'll get on it. <laughs> Done. Awesome. Uh, Thank right. you. But, so, like, it's funny because we think about our childhood and everything, and I think back of like being a child and wanting to grow up so bad and then now that I'm an adult it's like why yeah. <laughs> like I could have just lived in the moment okay. so like now with the kids they're like oh I can't wait to I'm like don't, don't grow, grow up, up. <laughs> it's the circle of life 
So the Lion King had it exactly the way it should be. Mm-hmm. It truly is the circle of life. And no matter how much we try and change it, like, so I, obviously, we've discussed on probably every episode, I'm the oldest out of you all. And I remember being in my late teens, my early 20s, and having people a bit older than me, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, you should really do this, you should really do that. And, of course, you know, I'd give the stank eye and be like, oh, whatever, you, you know. Because mm-hmm. I think we all, at one point or another, maybe even still, know it all. Like I said earlier in the, sh- in the episode, I'll defy you. I'll defy you. <laughs> but, gosh, darn it, if they're not right. And I swore, I swore that I would never be that person that would say to you at 30-something and you at 20-something, three generations right here, and then, of course, our children, mm-hmm. that I would never be like, when I was your age. Or, now you are. <laughs> and, and, but you know what? You guys are going to do it, too, and you yeah. probably already have with your own children. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse oh, the older that you get. When I was your age, I was outside until the lights came that's out. The, that's the big one. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. but again... Also with, like, so for me, um, I remember one of the biggest ones that was said to me, most importantly, probably by my grandmothers as well as my mom, but I remember being out, I I believe I was just recently turned 21, you may or may not be drinking age, and um, a girl that I had met out, she was probably, I think like 28 or 29, if I remember correctly. And she was somehow talking about her credit card bills and how she just became debt free. Mm-hmm. That she started racking up the cards at 18, which is the age you can start doing that. And of course, I'm 21. I had already started doing that. and But I will tell you, I was responsible. I paid all those bills on time. I was not delinquent, any of those things. However, I'm 48 years old and it took me 30 years to actually become credit card debt free, which I currently am. Um, I, (laughs) but you know, I, I really wish that the information that we've been given by our elders, so to speak, it's relevant. Yeah. It's true. And it comes full circle. It is a double-edged sword. And I do agree. We all want to grow up and be an adult and get out of our house. But I wish I had stayed as long as I could. I, 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 if I could go back and stay, I would have stayed. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never gone back. I've never needed to. So yeah. that's cool. But even Braden today, I was sitting at the table and I was sorting uh, paperwork and, you know, making phone calls and what have you to things relevant to my household. And I was like, Ugh. Being an adult is so fun. She's like, it is. I'm like, no, 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 it is not. I mean, it can be, but you need to have responsibility. Again, why I'm extra hands on with her because you need to know what you need to do. Yeah. But it, it's totally relevant. Like, I, I want to grow up and get out. And then you want to do nothing but go back in the womb. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I guess that wraps up episode nine of the Monster Squad. As always, you can follow us on our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, the Monster Squad, or at Monster Squad. You can also find us on Instagram, 
the underscore. <laughs> I can't help it. Momster underscore squad. For those of you that this is your first episode listening, Abby may or may not have been drinking and ends up Instagram. And now every time she gives this information, I can't help but giggle. And then it screws her up with our closing statement. So I do apologize to our listeners as well as you, Abby. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, also, to give an update, remember, every five episodes, we do listener stories. So that is going to be the next episode coming up. So get those stories in. You can email us at themomstersquad at outlook.com. Write in the topic. Write in. You can write in your topics or your mom stories there. Um, in the subject section, write in topic or mom story. As well as once you give your information, you can remit. Write that. You, sorry, Becky is distracting me. What else is new? <laughs> Uh, write in that you want to remain anonymous or also put your name and where you're from. Oh, come on. <laughs> Turn that off. <laughs> Becky. Um, anyway, thank you again for listening to The, the Mobster Squad. Squad.